young he's iron lad when uh he gets older he's like immortus for a while and then he becomes king the conqueror okay but so modified I have no idea what's going on in this show anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I think Renslayer is in cahoots with Kang, who has taken over the TVA and like made fake versions of the Timekeepers, and like they, they made a bunch of propaganda so that they could destroy variants that they were not fond of. Now, I found uh, the episode well, not to be- destroy. It's like Prison World now. Oh God! It is so. I all right. First off, welcome to Bog Talk. Uh, welcome to the Bog Talk. We're uh, we're diving right in Loki episode four. Uh, whole lot to unpack here. Gosh, the one where shit hits the fan finally. Absolutely, dude. Uh, we had that little breather last episode. You know, a little planetary adventure and the little Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then. This one, it just, it, it kicks right right where that one left off. This one picks up, and who oh boy, does it get crazy quick. Oh, yeah. I, I love the flashback to Sylvie's arrest because she didn't do anything. She was just kind of playing with toys, and she was like, Valkyrie saves the day, and then she gets arrested for being a variant, apparently. Absolutely, dude. I So I... The more I watched this episode, okay, I watched it about three times now. Um, the whole episode really gets into like the cult like aspects of the TVA. Like it's always kind of hinted at it. Like you've seen, like they're kind of militant, um, in their faith in the TVA. Like it's a job. Um, right. But this one showing them straight up kidnapping a child, um, and calling them guilty with the idea that. Uh, <clears throat> variants are that are brainwashed into working for the TVA. However, that brainwashing works. Where I think we're probably going to find that out next episode. Um, but yeah, it's I I think it really like gets into showing that the TVA is straight up villainous, like right off the bat. I don't think they started villainous. I think something ended up corrupting them from the inside. There's going to be like some kind of reveal because like. This whole show is about how nobody's fully good and nobody's fully evil. It's kind of like when people get pushed into narratives and stuff, sometimes they have to lean into it because that's what people expect of them. Okay. Like, I, I knew for a fact that there was a bunch of fucking BS about this whole sacred timeline stuff. I'm like... Oh, yeah. We've like been that, seeing that pretty... Like, as the viewer, it's been fairly obvious, at least since, like, the second episode, that the idea of the sacred timeline is kind of wackadoo. Yeah, it's just... It's a bunch of shenanigans, and, like, they're all just pulling their own leg because they have a bunch of brainwashed variants working for them, doing the job that they randomly assigned to them. Yeah, when they're kidnapped from their spot in the timeline. Now, to say that they're variants, now that, I think this is definitely showing, like, the multiverse at this point. They're, that's, I feel like this is the beginning of the tipping the hand, that they are, it's not just full-on branches, they're, they're pruning multiverses with those charges. 
Right. So, because like, like Loki grows up as a girl, like that whole world of Loki being a girl and going up until she was what, like nine or ten, would like what? What was it at that point, other than them being like, okay, we're taking this variant, and it's gonna that you know it'll grow up working for us. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's either like they they start working for the TVA or they end up in weird prison planet thing that happened in the post credit scene. Spoilers. Oh yeah, dude. That that's a whole that's a whole other can of worms. But yeah, it's like this little girl just like playing with her toys, and then nope, you're arrested for what? Uh, crimes against the, that's the thing. As they said, she's arrested for crimes against the timeline. It's like she's a little girl, dude. They're all in these, yeah. these, you know, jackboots come in through a door and grab them. It's, it's very, very militant cult-like. Um, Do you and, think her crime was being heroic? I don't know, dude. I'm like deeply curious to see if it was just the TVA being like, take a Loki. Just they seem to, they seem to get a lot of Lokis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's when a Loki gets, you know, to the point of like discovering time travel, they step in. Right. I, I don't know. It's it's. I'm I'm really curious to see where the hell they're going with this because, as much as it answers, you know, the question of like who are the timekeepers, that's kind. It's kind of like a middle finger answer. It's like who are the timekeepers? Oh, they're fucking robots. It's more. I mean, it's all spoilers. This whole episode is discussing it so we discover the timekeepers aren't aren't even who they say they are or who we've been yeah. told they are after um, the two Lokis get caught after kind of caring for each other which I, I'm pretty sure the writers said that they weren't doing a romantic subplot it's ah, more of like a I don't like think the, the, it's I'm necessarily romantic. Yeah, I it's think like a friendship level, like them actually trusting one another and like caring for each other. And by extension themselves finally learn like that whole like you're alone, you always will be, you know, kind really of breaking Loki down. Yeah. yeah. Um when he had uh when he was getting repeatedly hit in the nuts by Sif. Um <laughs> the time cell was hilarious. Uh, that was really good. I like that. Um, it's he's he learns to love himself in a way that only Loki can by actually working with another Loki who's had it, you know, as rough as he has and has the same kind of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so like him learning to love himself, obviously them like you know holding hands and sharing a romantic moment is going to cause a huge branch or whatever the hell it happens, whatever they're right. looking for in the variants. Well, it's interesting that that caused such a spike that like, it almost like it hit the danger point, like before they caught him. Yeah, that's, that's curious. I think because, I mean, they talked about how it's like magnified looking for anything. So it's like, even if it's, about to be wiped out looking for I think it's like tighter zoomed in because uh, he comes out he's like even with the magnified variants blah 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 someone steps on the wrong leaf it should set this off 
So I think oh. that act of them like holding hands and like realizing that, you know, the whatever is between them. Yeah, there's, but, there's something because uh, Tom Hilston didn't get to finish his sentence when they were doing the whole fighting thing. Oh, yep. There it is, too. He gets... Uh, Which I thought it was really interesting how uh, Loki tells Mobius that he's a variant and is like, hey, listen, like those like weird thoughts and obsessions that you have with like everyday normal life, you've probably missed that from your actual life. Like That's what that is. Did he? I mean, did he tell him that? Or I, th- I think he he just. I think Mobius just kind of figured it out, like because lo- he no, tells me he told him that it was all fake and that they're all variants and stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, right." And like Mobius tries to shrug it all off, and then like he starts thinking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, shit, maybe that is why I like jet skis." Um, that was shocking. Uh, the first time, the first time you see it, man. Um, yeah. He, given this big speech and that's what like makes me look at it as like a it's like the TVA is definitely villainous and has been for a while because you know we see we've seen it through like Mobius like I'm a boring office analyst just trying to figure out what you guys did and we've got you know these soldiers that come through to protect time but when she shows up with four dudes like clad in armor weapons drawn as soon as Owen Wilson figures it out and goes and talks to Loki and they have that heartwarming moment of like, you can be anyone you want to be just in case anyone ever told you different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they come through and she's like, he knows what that is. Like deep down, he knows that the TVA is bad and thinking outside the TVA is bad. So he went from like, you know, Loki saying like, maybe they should be overthrown and him being like, I had to box your ears. Like you, shouldn't be saying shit like that to the next like however long you know time passes differently in the tva to all of a sudden being like i think we can take this place down that's a profound change in character you know yeah it is um so and that happens and then is he knows as soon as he steps out of that he tries to play it off like oh what's the problem and without any prompting he realizes he's gonna fucking die and he starts saying what he wants to say and as soon as he opens his mouth and speaks out about it, psst. Yeah, I love how his way of standing up to her is just like, I wish I could go back to the place that I'm actually from. I wish I could go back to my life. I wish I could go back to my fucking jet ski, because maybe I had a really fucking nice life. Maybe I really liked it back there. Who knows? I don't know. Apparently, I, I don't know shit about anything. Yeah, like, it, and then... So- Zap, dude! It was it, that was a crazy heartbreaking, scene. heartbreaking to see, because like you grow to like Mobius in just such a interesting way, because like he's obviously just a cog in the machine, and he's just doing his job or whatever. But like it, it, he works. Well, he's like he's a, doing his a, job, and he also way. he's a he's a genuine person. It seems like he's the, he's one of the few genuine people, and that's why this thing is like it's starting to bother him. Like the whole like he wants to keep digging, and when it talk, they get talking about Hunter C twenty, and how oh, she yeah, lost no. her mind, and he's like that doesn't sit right with me. Like he's a dude that literally just he's always out for the truth, and he wants the, the correct version of everything. Yeah, I like and, that a lot. Yeah, and it like as soon as that fell out of the TVA's like vision for what he should be thinking, 
they fucking pruned it. Yep. And, and she gave the order. She like yelled it in anger because of what he was saying. That's one thing I noted because like her behind her actions there is the power of someone that knows the shit they're shoveling and is trying to mm. tell the others that it's not bullshit, that it's some uh, something else. Fuck, I lost the metaphor. But she knows, I think, whatever's going on, she's a, either at the bystander or the heart of it. Like we said in the beginning, probably Kang. Yeah, I was about to say, have you looked up Renova Renslayer? Dude, I started to when she first showed up and uh, the guy was like, our Slayer. And I was like, oh, got to type that name in. And then I saw this huge long list of things. I was like, I kind of want this to be a surprise. Princess Renslayer right? is like the love interest of King the Conqueror. Okay, so yeah. I, if I had known that going in, I definitely would have. It wouldn't have been just Reed because I think that we're gonna find out that this has that, that Reed's gonna be somehow involved in the in the next few movies. Find out. I almost want them to find out that that version of Reed Richards' bloodline ends up at Kang the Conqueror, and like they have to like talk to him about it. Basically, I'm just curious. That. Yeah. How they talked. <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, good work on the science so far. But, like, are they going to bring him in as, like, a young gun? <clears throat> Some up-and-comer? It would be interesting to see him young gun in it and stuff. I almost kind of want him to be, like, already married to Susan, so you don't have to do the romantic subplot. You can just have him have his wife already. Well, dude, I mean, if they're bringing in another super genius, they're, they'll just, I mean, the uh, the Pepper Potts and Tony Stark took them, what, four movies? Yeah, uh, they got proposed to, like, they did the proposal in uh, Homecoming. Yeah. Happy throws him the ring and goes, I've been carrying that since 08. Uh yeah, so I mean, I can see them like play it out, like have Reed Richards in a, a in a cameo or something, or maybe a side character in one of the shows, and we don't see anyone else in it, and he's just Doctor Richards, uh, and yeah. then like slowly introduce the Fantastic Four through other medium, maybe Reed and Sue, uh, and then have the Fantastic Four movie be the phase the end of phase four the whatever avengers movie them coming together what will it technically be avengers it'll be avengers four right five i think because five because uh, oh that's right infinity, infinity war and game and ultron was an avengers movie yep ultron was two so yep okay so five avengers five will be fantastic four to end Civil phase four was an avengers movie my they always said it's avengers 2.5 Pretty much. Divided Avengers. But, like, I really liked the scene where B-15 came into the interrogation room and was like, you guys let me in there. And they're like, all right, bro, whatever. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, right yeah, ahead. dude. And she, like, demanded answers from Sylvie. Like, what did you do to my mind? What was that? Why did you make that up? And Sylvie's like, I can't just, like, make stuff up. I have to use what's already there. 
like that was stuff that you remembered i just had to piece it together yeah dude uh i'm i'm gonna try it again wunmi musaku wunmi musaku uh i she's been a badass this whole show and her like standing up and being like all right i want you to show me like what you what they're not showing me and then being like yep let's go fucking tear down the system Mm -hmm. and then we get the loki's brought together taken in front of the timekeepers they start you know, when when she comes down, because they, they, you know, the Lokis do their their speeches. Uh, yeah. Tom Hiddleston gets his whole like gets to do the big ass gun and like I've lost time if the count amount of times I've been killed. Do your worst. And she starts to give her speech, and Renslayer starts doing the little rewind thing, but that stops working. Here comes fucking B fifteen. Motherfucking fifteen comes in with the fucking release button. Gets their collars off, throws Sylvie her sword from Renslayer's office, and then gets punked. I'm yeah. sorry, they did her dirty in that. Yeah, she gets beat up pretty quickly, so that the Lokis have more time to beat up a bunch of random droogs. Yeah, I think she at least could have been fighting, and then get, get at least get knocked out by by Renslayer. Like, don't make her just get punked out by random guards. Don't do my girl dirty like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, she definitely deserves better, but, but like, she still, yeah, came, really- you know, came down and was the the keystone in setting them free. Oh yeah, and like letting them do the big old uh, fight where the the camera is circling around them. Yeah. Oh, big- which uh, was was kind of fun. Um, a couple there was a couple of the things that you could see everyone moving at the exact same time. The choreography was kind of funny and. Almost there was a couple scenes that almost looked a little dancey, but it was oh, still yeah, dope. Oh yeah, see it. There's some really good spots in there too. Yeah, <laughs> I I do really love just like the fact that like you got like these like batons that's like one side just zaps them, the other side's like just like a, a knife. It, it's, it's a it's a wooden stake, which. Like what the fuck? Like I okay. Dude, that tells me they've been pruning a lot of vampires. I was gonna say they did talk about the fact that they had to bring in vampires and stuff before. That crew titans, vampires. That like, I think that was just them it. being like, Hey man, we're we're about the vampires. We're we're it's, in that shit. We're getting it's close. It's there as soon as these guys aren't here to prune them. We Remember Rahali in the hat? Remember? Remember how cool that was? You could do it again. That was all we gave you for Blade. A hat. <laughs> that was like two years ago. <laughs> it's coming. Um, so, yeah. So the fight happens. Uh, Sophia DiMartino playing Sylvie. Um, she was awesome in her fight scenes. There was the one scene that I got, like, I don't want to be cheesy about it, but I got chills when Renslayer gets at her face and just barely misses her and she turns and she does that like, ha, like yeah. she's relishing the fight a little bit. And she does it again later when she, in the fight, I was just like, ah, oh, dude, she's a badass. Definitely. She plays the part so well. I really like Sylvie and who like, she's really fleshed out to be. Yeah. It's be uh, interesting to see where her character goes now. Like, cause Okay, so we gotta get into the next part where 
fucking Sylvie hucks the sword at the fucking timekeepers and slices one of their heads off. The other two start cackling. <laughs> and then they power down because you see that the head has wires and machine parts coming out of it. And they've been revealed to be the robots and like oh man. I just, I thought that was so fucking wild because like I was like, how can this get any fucking crazier? And then Tom Hilson's like, listen, I got something to tell you. And I was like, oh, that means he's going to die, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's the sentence that happens when all this shit is going to the fan. He's not going to get a like, chance to say it. They're going to kill him at the eye. Yeah, exactly. They did an Army of the Dead, too, where it's like, hey, I know we're like about to die, but like I got something for you to just completely drop focus of what's trying to kill us right now. Yeah. Why would you want to talk about this now? Well, I mean, if if Sylvie had done her job and killed Renslayer, they wouldn't have had to worry about it and have been able to stand there and have that conversation, but they let their guard down and Renslayer was like, yep, opportunity, doink. Yeah, and bopped Loki into the prune zone. Yeah, so, we, you know, that's it. She... We get the awesome dude. The first off, another note I have here is the soundtrack has been nothing short of amazing again. Like, yeah, I think Marvel. I mean, there's a huge thing for me in the first three phases up until the end of three that none of the music really stood out except that crescendo of the Avengers theme. And yeah, like the, the the slight like alterated version of the Avengers theme. Like, well, it's so slight. Well, just that and even that yeah. wasn't really sticking around until they started using it in uh the other movies when like you know you'd see a couple of the guys would team up and you'd start hearing the bum 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 and you'd be like oh that's cool and that really only really kicked off in infinity war they really did a great job with the music on that but yeah, they're doing yeah, a fantastic job recently yeah, i loved an end game that the avengers theme had half the instruments yeah that was that was really cool yeah so they and so now we've got um the the loki theme dude that i i i absolutely love it um those big bum 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 um as sylvie's pointing death stick at homegirl's face and she oh, does it, you're going that. to tell me everything. And then we cut to credits. Red Slayer is like, do it, do it, end me, go for it. I want it. Yeah, which whoever she's working for is obviously going to be more, more intimidating than Selfie. We'll say that. Right, yeah, exactly. We need somebody that's going to be a crazy big bad. Watch it be like the bad version of the timekeepers, the time twisters. I uh, I like hope they don't go that silly like with that. it. Like it'll just be like that soft of a twist where it's like, no, instead of these three flying space lizards, it's these three flying space lizards. Yeah. No, I I think I think we're gonna see our a glimpse at the at the bare minimum of our of our big bad. I think we're getting we're at least one more red herring at the end of episode five. Right, then, yeah, they gotta set them up before the actual episode ends. Well, I mean, ends. episode five. Let's let's just go right into the post credits here. Got some it's the penultimate scene, though. 
explaining to do. Dude, this post-credit scene, yeah, big time. Got some explaining to do. He's like, am I in hell? Loki wakes up in this like weird gray-ass place. And we hear, no, but you will be if you don't come with us. And fucking four Lokis are staring him down. Yeah, for a dude, like, uh, what is it? We've got uh, Loki Thor with the um, the Mjolnir that, I mean, Lokified, best way yeah, to call it. Uh, he's listed as Boastful Loki. Boastful Loki. Yeah. Um, and then we got the classic Loki of uh, <laughs> Richard E. Grant. Yes, Richard E. Grant. So cool. Classic fucking comic book, like, head-to-toe old man Loki. Like, the whole bright green and yellow affair, all of it. It's so cool. And then we got uh, the kid Loki, the the one that joins the Young Avengers at one point. Yeah. Which, (laughs) another Disney Plus show that introduced a Young Avengers character. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. And then we got uh, Alligator Loki. I don't know if it's actually an alligator or a crocodile, but like a lot of people say that it's actually an alligator, so I'm going to say it's an alligator. Gator Loki? I've been seeing yeah. Croc Loki everywhere, so. Yeah, because they have like Croc Loki or whatever, or Locodile. Locodile. Um, so, I mean, and behind them, I don't know if you saw the tower. It was Avengers Tower. Yeah, it was Avengers Tower, like, destroyed, but it wasn't, like, classic Avengers Tower. It was, like, the one that they sold at Homecoming. Yeah. So, I'm really, uh, really curious as to what the hell, like I said, like, this episode answers a lot of questions, and a couple of them with just a middle finger to the face, and then asks a whole bunch more. (laughs) Yeah, it, it gives you a whole lot of, like, what the hell, but, like... You get such a a big look behind the curtain that you're like, wait, but I thought I saw that. And yeah, dude, know. it's it's definitely leading to uh, speculation that's probably going to be wildly off base. Oh yeah, it's you know they're they're it's what they do now. They they throw us these loops two or three times a season, making everyone start being like, oh my god, I know what they're going to do. And no, we don't. We have no idea what the next episode's going to be. Right, watch. It's not even going to be Kang the Conqueror, and I'm going to look like those Mephisto nerds for WandaVision. Right. I don't know. I I, I feel like if... I, I, I have a feeling the Illuminati, I can see being behind it. Oh, man. Could you imagine, like, them <laughs> revealing that it's, like, Professor X and T'Chaka, or T'Challa... And fucking Tony Stark's AI and like fucking Reed Richards just all sitting in a room together and Doctor Strange. Yep. There we go. I, I like that theory. That'd be so funny. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, I mean, they, they talked about what Secret Invasion, but. Yeah, Secret Invasion would be interesting. But I, what's, I uh, what, what is it? Uh, the Illuminati. The original. Arc. What was the, it called? The original Secret Invasion one was like the Contest of Champions, where like you got like the two intergalactic beings pitting Earth's minus oh, yeah. against each other. 
No, what's the one I'm thinking of where uh, the Illuminati storyline where like all the different multiverses are crashing into each other? Oh, God. Uh, I don't remember. It's got that like, really crazy refined. Watch, fucking putting Illuminati multiverse into my Google is like <laughs> the worst thing I've ever done. Hi, Mr. Kitty. Yeah, I can't find the, the story. Hmm. But it's 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 that one. Damn it. I thought I found the cover, but I, it's just a promo shot for it. I know which one you're talking about. It's when Namor and stuff was a part of the Illuminati. Yeah. Namor and Black Adam. Colliding universes. I can see. I mean, I see the the Wikipedia entry about it. Registration in the Road to Civil War. They've been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think it'd be it'd be sweet to see them like at least like behind the timekeepers thing of like, look, in the future we had to. We had to do this to keep the multiverses from thrashing about, bumping into each other. The current roster is fucking ass. Listen to this. It's Black Ant, Enchantress, and you got The Hood, The Mad Thinker, Thunderball, and Titania. Or (sighs) Titanina. Titania? I think it is Titania. But yeah, that's the current roster of Illuminati members. That's weak. Right? When they've had people like Amadeus Cho, they've got the Beast, Black Bolt, and a scroll version of Black Bolt during the Secret Invasion one. Uh, Black Panther, Captain America, Captain Britain, Doc Green, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Medusa, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, Professor X, and Yellow Jacket some real names oh wait that was when hank pym was the yellow jacket because they had to make up another version of the yellow jacket for the ant-man movie i forgot about that god damn crazy yeah dude it's it's that's why like i like to look to the comics for like what could they be hinting at or sprinkling in but like you can't like actually pull too much from it unless they're like we're directly adapting this because it's just too big right yeah exactly that's why secret invasion is interesting because like the secret wars stuff like uh those are like so i don't know it's so interesting because like you you can do so much you really can now that we're full-on exploring time travel and it's not just like a one-time thing for an Avengers movie. There's a lot more that's going to start coming into it, you know? Oh, definitely. 
I'm just so curious to see what happens because, like, did you see the uh, the Spider-Man suit leaks? No. Oh yeah, uh, they they leaked a new Iron Spider suit. Um, they also leaked a Funko Pop showing that the Iron Spider suit will have somewhat magical abilities. What? Yeah. Toy leaks, man. They fucking they grab you. Like they, they showed uh, uh, a scene in, uh, in a Lego set that was like a, a scorpion drone thing attacking the Sanctum Sanctorum and like Peter and yeah. That's interesting. I really hope that Scorpion's actually in the fucking movie. I don't see any fucking, I can't pull up, find any good pictures of it. There we go. Why it's on, I'm not going to say the name of this website. Oh. Oh, dope. Yeah, the gold suit looks good. And I got the black and gold suit. Nice, dude. Oh, I see they, uh, wow. You see the Funko Pop one? No, I see the Funko Pop one. It, like, it literally has the same, like, uh, the little glyphs and, like, uh, almost like alchemy circles that, like, uh, Strange uses. Ah. Like, it's, yeah, it's fucking rad. Yeah, so, I mean, I, he's going to have to if he's going to be in the multiverse in No Way Home. That's And we know Strange is in it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there it is, dude. You know, I know you don't want a multi or a Spider-Verse movie. I don't. I really don't. What I want is for Tom Holland to get his own damn trilogy by himself before they fucking start cramming other Spider-Man in. They still could. I mean, we still could get just it. Like everyone thinks that it, where it's just actually going to be like fifteen seconds in the post-credit scene where Tom Holland has his own movie fighting like a Doc Ock that he's like, "Where did this guy come from?" And like Scorpion from another one was like, "Where did this fucking guy come from?" And Strange is helping him out and beating him up. And then at the end, like the uh, like the end, one of the post-credit scenes will be the other Spider-Man showing up, be like, "Oh, you need help?" Be like, "Where were you guys?" Just just be like, "Here you go, fans." There you go. And then what if they're in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness to help out there? There you go. Doctor Strange in the Spider-Verse? Yeah, because then you got Sam Raimi directing Tobey Maguire on how to be <gasps> Spider-Man again. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. That could work and really the well. gets a fourth film after all, but it's very <laughs> different. It still happens, though. It still fucking counts. Yeah, and then Andrew Garfield's like, I can't wait to get my film. And they're like, we'll talk, kid. Well, yo, we'll call you. You, just, you sit tight, pal. Hang out by the phone. Don't, don't know if we can pay Paul Giamatti enough money to do that. Did you hear what they wanted to do with the third Amazing Spider-Man film? No. Bring people back from the dead with Spider-Man's blood. Well, that sounds dumb. Yeah, I'm not even fucking shitting you at that point. Like, that's like literally what Dennis Leary said. He was like, they were talking about bringing my character back. Oh. <laughs> I was like, he died in the first movie. It's a good thing they didn't do that. 
I mean, having him show up as Ghost Dad was one thing, but... Yeah, that makes sense enough, like, you know... But you can't just full-on fucking... Not, you don't... don't. They were going to do zombies, dude. It wasn't just going to be bringing people back from the dead. They were going to try to do Marvel zombies. That'd be funny as fuck. They'd try to... You know... Go ahead. Let's say, you know what would be really fucking great? You get Captain America zombie. Like, that's how they get Chris Evans back in. Like, they fucking pull a Captain America out of the multiverse, and they're like, oh, God, oh, God, it's a fucking zombie. <laughs> put him back, put him back. I, I mean, if they if they just had uh, one of the movies of, like, you know, because the multiverse and time travel, the, all cards, or all bets are off, dude. We don't, they can do anything at this point. Now that this is, like, accepted like canon so why not one movie where one of the multiverses they're in it's fucking zombies yeah give, give us like you know the, do a do a show where one episode is there in a multi they're, they're exploring the multiverses like you know marvel's doctor who that would be kind of a, well i mean that's kind of what what if is going to be yeah true so they don't have to pay big budgets to do like in camera stuff. And they are they doing Marvel like, zombies for that. Yeah, we see the the Bucky fighting the zombie cap. That's gonna be so dope. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure that's in August, so that's coming out pretty soon. Oh, nice. And then we get uh, Black Widow here in a bit. What is that like next week? I think so. And like. That's a $30 fee to watch a movie that uh, a lot of people are saying is uh, a movie. I mean... I'm expecting it to be better than that. Like, not to be, like, super lukewarm on it, because... Yeah, it's a Marvel movie, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it, and I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna dig the shit out of it. But yeah, I feel like... The cast is fucking great, so... Like, oh, the cast is stacked to the nines, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, my only thing is that, like, it's... It's back then. I'm ready to move forward. But there is stuff that is set up in the movie that helps stuff move forward. But probably but did, I guess I guess like at this point, that. this feels like, you know, when you're watching a show and there's ten episodes and it's like episode six is a flashback episode where the whole time you think it's like a flashback episode for a main character that's already on the show, but it turns out it's just setting up a whole new character to show up in episode seven. And that way you know this character and you understand it. And like, why is there? It's like where we just like are hitting the brakes to be like, all right, here's Taskmaster. And why is going to show up in fucking multiverse of madness? All right, here we go. Well, how about, oh man, I was about to fucking compare this to the fast franchise actually. Because, like, yeah. you, you get Fast 3, which is the the one that in the timeline goes right before, I think, Fast 5 or Fast 6. But it's also, like, set... Isn't it, like... Pretty, like, obviously, in, like, a restricted, like, technological time. Like, because <laughs> using, like, old-school flip phones and shit. But, like... <laughs> I don't know. It's not like they it's, planned it's, those, it's, dude. Nobody, nobody no, planned Fast plan Nine. <laughs> dude, Han has died twice, and apparently he's alive now. Cause why not, dude? He's a cool character. 
Yeah, I saw it in the new movie. Wasn't apparently. it you it's that called it car anime? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it such a anime. fucking apt description. So apparently, they, they're very much full leaned into that, too. So that's interesting. Yeah, dude, of course they did. Those movies are ridiculous. They just basically admit that they're superheroes now. <laughs> like, remember when people used to just steal cars and like VHS DVD players and stuff? <laughs> and that was like the whole plot. Nope. Nope. We're they jumping cars, driving space. cars down skyscrapers. Yeah. You got, you got people driving into space. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened. Did you not see the trailer? No. You get Ludacris and Tyrese fucking in this like car thing that's like getting jettisoned into like the atmosphere and stuff and they like blast off and fucking like actually go into space. Yeah. No fucking way, dude. Yeah, no, like I'm that's why I mean they leaned into it. They fucking straight up turned into what they fucking got told they were for years. Like they got told for years that they were just weird, wacky cartoon antics and now they're like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, cartoons. sure, why not? Dude, good for them. Get this all the way to fast twenty, why not? No, they're doing twelve apparently, and that's it. Fucking Vin Diesel even admitted he was like, "Yeah, no, we're gonna get the fast twelve, and that's gonna be this. the end of the story. The family is gonna have two last romps." The, so what is he on? Um, wait, isn't Fast Nine just coming out though? Yeah, I know. So it would be Fast Eleven would be the last one. Eleven. Yeah, but it would be the twelfth film in the franchise technically because of Hobbs and Shaw. Oh. That's right. Forgot about that one. The side characters. Yeah. Got a movie. We want we want Jason Statham and the Rock in a movie together where they're like, hey, I, I want to look tougher than that guy. And they're like, oh shit, they don't sound like us. Fuck. Okay, that's what's just gonna have to use a lot of fast cuts. <laughs> that's Jason Statham's fighting style, him and Liam Neeson. Like Jason Statham less so, much less so. Um, he can yeah. actually do his stunts, but like, I just saw, uh, I think it's, I think it's on Hulu. There's some, uh, movie where Liam Neeson is a bank robber and then, uh, I don't know, something gets taken from him and he has to kill a bunch of people or something. I don't know, dude. It's every Liam Neeson movie for the past 10 years. Yeah. You took a mine. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Oh. I, dude, dude, he, he fucking, I shit you not. He says that in the trailer for this movie. <laughs> You took what was mine. I'm like, oh my god, dude. This guy, he's not even a, like he's not even an action star. He's a good actor. He's a decent decent actor. He's um, devolving into uh, Steven Seagal levels of like just like playing the part. Where it's like, how many movies do you make where you play the same character over and over again, doing the same movie, but like just call them different names and change like two words. I would I I hesitate to use Seagal as a comparison because Seagal is just like it wasn't oh, actually acting. <laughs> He's a laughing stock. That's what he is. He's not uh, an actor. Yeah, no. So um but yeah, no, I mean basically that's the right the same idea. Um 
I, but yeah, no, he's like, he's like a bank robber and he's like going to turn himself in or something. And a bunch of people are trying to stop him or something. I don't know. It's just another, the whole trailer is like, every time he's doing something, it's like 15 shots cut together in about 18 seconds that make it look like he's kicking people's asses. But it's like, he can't move that fast. Oh, dude, just imagine how fucking Indy 5 is about to feel with Harrison Ford's ass fucking hurting his shoulder so bad that they were like, oh, it was worse than we thought, guys, when they were rehearsing a fight scene. Why is it, Why are they having Indiana Jones do fight scenes? He's an old right, man. Right. This... <sighs> He's an old man. <laughs> oh, poor Harrison. I just, I just want to go home. It's just so rude. I have a dog. Your family just want to go home. Nah, I don't think he wants to go home. I think he wants to just keep on working until he actually does die. That's why he keeps on trying to fly planes. <laughs> One of these days it'll work. What'll work, Harry? Happen. What'll work, Harry? Nothing. The deal with the devil's really kicking my ass lately. I said I wanted to live forever, not, not keep on aging forever. Not like this. But yeah, so I yeah, wow. Okay, we we did it. We, we are good at this in the last half of, uh, halves of our episodes. Yeah, I know. Somehow it ends with us like talking about the the most intense twist in the whole episode, the four Lokis, and then we go on like a half hour tangent. Yeah, well, I mean, especially with a twist like that at the end, because it's where you go from there, man. Right. Yeah. There's. Oh my god. There's so much like. What is that world? Do other people go there, or is it just Loki's? Fucking, do everybody have their own like little prune worlds? Like, is everybody in their own little prune world? Like, yeah, I, I, I don't. It's gonna be a lot. A lot needs to be explained in the next. I mean, I'll be generous and say two hours of footage. Because I guarantee it, we're gonna see the multiple Mobius thing, but the way I thought it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in Prune World and be like, holy shit. There's so and many of me. They're not going to get a single wow out of him. Nope. They won't do it. He, he won't do it. Nope. Um, I do think that we are now owed, now seeing him come full circle and become the hero that he should be, we are owed a scene of Mobius on a jet ski. Oh, definitely. Like, I think if everything ends in, like, a good way for this season, we have Mobius just riding off into the sunset with the jet ski, and, like, that's just, like, the way we wrap things up. Yes. Like, that's the post credit scene at the end. Of him, like, one Mobius teaching another Mobius, or him, how he's like, all right, well, you're just gonna get, just get your foot, uh, there you go, okay, and then I give it a boom, oh, he's up there. Oh, sorry, it's my first time. I know. I know, it's fine. It's fine. I got you, buddy. Just Owen Wilson teaching Owen Wilson to ride a jet ski is something I, like, so badly need in my life. Yeah, it would be so wholesome. And on that strangely wholesome note, we are at the length of the episode. We've done it again. Oh, nice. We hit the, that 50-minute mark. Uh, Like 47, 31? At time, nice. but that's not going to make any sense because, I mean, there's a couple bits I need to, I'll be clipping uh, breaths <laughs> and stuff. 
Yeah, snippy, and, snippy. and me and that that sound right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out, but I'm not going to cut this out. So they're gonna be like, "What did he cut out? What? Huh? What? It's our own mystery to be solved here on Bog Talk. What do they cut out of the show? Uh, a bunch of silly stuff. Not not good silly though. You guys get all the fun stuff. Um, but yeah, so uh, until next week when we finally get some more, you know, one or two answers, I just can't wait to see Richard E. Grant and whatever his backstory for his Loki is. He needs to devour that scenery. Oh, dude, he's going to do so good. Yeah, like, I, I really hope that he's a big part of the next episode, but I also hope we see President Loki, too. I do. I'm I'm. I think they're I think they're gonna have some fun with it. They have to, dude. A bunch of Loki's like all on one planet. Oh dude, it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Like maybe Loki got Renslayer's like tempad from her while they were fighting. And when he got zapped out, he can be like, Hey, I gotta take him out. Because uh-huh. he's good at pickpocketing. I'd, was he ever? I don't think he was ever fighting Renslayer, though. Did he not have a couple traded blows with her? I thought he did. No, I don't think so. Because she mm-hmm. she just did her little confident walk up and pick up the uh, stabby time stick with her foot, and uh, which was cool. I mean, I talk shit, but it looked really cool. Um, right. And then she fought Sylvie, and then Sylvie just jacked her in the face. <laughs> like that god that was satisfying after what she did to Mobius oh definitely well deserved um but yeah so uh next time we'll be uh we'll we'll hopefully have more information about these Lokis but we'll have a thousand more questions because Marvel oh, yeah. is just gonna keep stringing us along but it's a good kind of string it's a, along oh yeah no I don't mean that to sound negative it does I mean you can't see my my emotions here, but yeah, no, definitely. I, I mean, I I love it, dude. I eat this stuff up. Oh, definitely. It's it's just enough to keep me tantalized, but not enough that I'm gonna like be like, whoa, that's a lot to take in all once. Yeah, I'll, I'm sure one of these next. I mean, wait, wait till the post credit scene of the last episode where it's like, what? I hope. uh it doesn't just do the WandaVision where, like, everything gets crammed into the last episode. I mean, it's kind of how it's going to with TV shows. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like, usually you've got your, your 10 episodes, like we talked about before. You've got your 10 episodes. Your seventh is kind of a throwaway character development. I, I When I say throwaway, I mean not, like, high story development, more character development. Your eighth episode is kind of bland but the end sets up the ninth episode which is like the best episode of the season usually and then the tenth episode is there to set up the next season if they're not doing like you know announcing that there's going to be a Loki season two it makes sense to do eight episodes cut out most of the filler and then use your end credits to be like boop here's Kang yeah, maybe just like a, a little inkling of him for Ant-Man Quantumania because he's confirmed for that one at least. Yeah. So yeah, just the, he'll be uh, he'll be teased in the end credits when the Loki's are like, we, well, we just don't know what the fuck 
is going on. God, I really yeah, hope, dude, it's it's gonna be nuts. But I really hope we get to see like more of these different Loki's because I want to know what that Thor one is. Yeah, that one. Like I said, there's there's a one of the comic stories um, I remember back in the day was he gets a a version of Mjolnir like goes and gets one made for him um, and then gives a few of his like underlings smaller versions of it and they're able to do some damage before you know Thor eventually saves the day of course he does uh, but if that's what they're going with of like you know him because I mean he does whoop Thor's ass right off the bat and then Thor comes back and does the Thor things but so that's probably the boastful leg. As soon as they're like, oh, he beat Thor. Uh-oh. Uh, prune him. Yeah, maybe. Or the pruning is something that we just don't know. Maybe Kang's like, I'll keep an army of Lokis here. See what happens. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's like collecting them to like make a new multiversal war amongst like different versions of powerful beings. Just a world of... Loki's versus a world of Thor's. Oh. Yeah. And then, God, I mean, well, we do have Love and Thunder that's like... Gonna have multiple Thor's in it. Oh, who knows what they're gonna do there, yeah. Oh, God, it's Watch so much Beta Ray Bill happen. Oh, man, I'm getting fucking all the way down the deep end if I'm gonna fucking talk about oh, what's yeah, well, gonna happen next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we will be uh, once we once we figure out where the hell they're going with this in Loki. Uh, we'll be able to speculate farther. But until then, is it Kang? Is it Mephisto? Who knows? Watch it's Kang Fisto. Kang Fisto. <laughs> it's Kit Fisto's son, Kang yep. Fisto. And then that's Disney the owns fucking Star Wars. Also, that's the Star Wars tie-in right there, dude. Kang Fisto. Boom. Yeah, the galaxy not so far away anymore, bitch. <laughs> galaxy right <laughs> over there, right now. Um, on that note, uh, it, it's been a pleasure discussing this. And uh, make sure to head over to our socials and see some of that stuff that was cut out that we were talking about. Might be popping up around there. So, some nice new short clips. Little, little, little snippets. Little little snacky poosh. Um, but until then, I am Mike. Yeah, I'm Alex. And we are Bog Talk. Thanks for listening, everybody.